1202. I'm Mike Smith. Let's open up the Trail Lunchbox. In it, we find uh, a couple of folks from the Big Sky Dock Fest rolling through. You know Nick Davis. Nick, Nick, say hi. Hello. Uh, Nick, you are uh, involved in a whole bunch of stuff, uh, including, but not limited to, bringing directors into the Trail Studio. Indeed. Indeed. It's my, uh, I shuttle a lot of folks from downtown during this week. It's and one, of the, one of the highlights of my favorite week of the year. And this is a very nice person I just met, Ethan. Ethan, hello. Hi. Um, can you uh, pronounce your uh, your full name? Yeah, uh, my full name is Yushuan Wu. Uh, I just go by Ethan. Okay, nice. How long have you been, uh, first of all, where are you from? Uh, I'm from China, and uh, I, I, I went to school in Boston. Okay. So I stay in Boston for five years. When anybody says Boston, there's so many great schools there. What uh, what school did you attend? Uh, I went to Emerson College. Okay. In downtown Boston. Yeah. How was your experience there? It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Boston is so fun. It was fun. It's kind of similar to Missouri in yeah. a sense, but uh, yeah, Boston is amazing. Yeah. In that uh, you can get a great beer in Boston, you can get a great beer in Missoula. Have you been hanging out and having fun uh, at this uh, festival besides it being a work trip? Wow. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, last night there was a reception and uh, I, I was having a beer and meeting so many uh, filmmakers. Yes. Yeah. We chat about the films and uh, yeah, it's been great. Did it, did filmmaking, was it something that captured your imagination right away? Was it something in your childhood that you were thinking about? Did you learn about it more in college or how did it, uh, how did it come about? Ah, it's a process of just slowly finding myself. I, mm-hmm. I first got into filmmaking through photography. Mm-hmm. I just, just uh, in high school, having a camera, uh, just taking random pictures all around. And when I go to college uh, to start filmmaking, mm-hmm. uh, that was really when I started to learn more about uh, all the films, to watch more documentary, narrative. And it was through the process, I started to find my interest in what kind of story do I want to tell. Mm-hmm. And, and is this film kind of in line, the film you brought? First of all, it's called When the Dust Blows Through. Um, is is it in line with uh, with what you kind of wanted to um, put on the screen? Yeah. So for the past two to three years, I've been making character based documentary uh, shorts, uh, mostly for uh, media company. And um, the reason why I like uh, I love doing character based documentaries because I get to talk to people that who are not in my background, talk talk to people who are in a different. Uh, city or different profession mm-hmm. and by talking to them it's also for me to learning about the world yeah. so yeah it's a it's 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 really a it's not just about filmmaking it's also about for me to just chatting with more people more people telling stories i i noticed when i was watching the trailer for when the dust blows through that uh, a couple of times some of the some of your uh, subjects were saying hey director hey director is that you, you're the director, so they're they're talking to you? Uh, no, they're actually talking. So the the characters in the films are are staff of a, like a lo- local museum. Oh, okay. So that's the talking. That's the director. To the director. Okay, um, you uh, showed this film on Monday at the at the Wilma, and then it's showing again tomorrow afternoon at three o'clock. How was the reception the first time the first time around? It was great. Uh, this is actually the first time that uh, the film uh, 
have like a larger audience mm-hmm. in theaters to show. So um, I I attended the Q and A, and I was actually the only one there. So I have the ten minutes just to chat with the audience, and a lot of people have lots of like great questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, question about they're interested in to learn more about what's the stories behind the films. Yeah, and because the film is also a experience of. Uh, living in the desert for a week, right? For myself also, right? So they were interested about what's it like living there with no internet, no cell signals. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you're going to find a lot of people googling Lulan Kingdom after after from from the Missoula area because that's 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 where we start. So we start with the ancient ruins of Lulan Kingdom, and first of all, can you tell us what that was about, and then talk about this film? Um, what are people going to see? Yeah, so uh, the story follows two men that are stationed by the local museums in this uh, unpopulated Lapnor Desert in China mm-hmm. um, to safeguard the Asian ruins of Lowland Kingdom from Tomb Raiders. And they stay there uh, for a month in solitude with no communication whatsoever uh, from the outside world. And they only go outside once a month. Mm-hmm. So their shift lasts a month in total. Wow. Every time. So um, the film kind of followed them, their time staying in the desert. And mm-hmm. as the heat, the, the solitude takes a toll on them. I imagine. They start wondering uh, what's going on on there. So, so it's this, it's this uh, physical and mental struggle for these folks that have been uh, given the assignment of, of keeping the, the ruins free of, of tomb raiders. That's fascinating. I, I would think that would be, you know, it sounds really interesting and then it sounds kind of terrifying to be out there in the middle of nowhere, you know, something in theory. Okay, I'll go guard this place, but what 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 happens? Or are we going to have to wait for the film? I mean, I realize it looks like with the trailer, the elements happen and then what's going on inside the heads of the uh, the minds of the of the subjects also gets kind of weird. Yeah. So I'll uh, give a little bit of background of because I, uh, I as we talk about like a lot of people might Google like what the Lowland Kingdom is about. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the the Lowland Kingdom was one of the uh, largest kingdom that in history of China. Yeah, but there was little information about it because the the Lapno Desert used to be one of the largest uh, like inland lake in China, mm-hmm. and that wasn't like lo- that long ago. It's about like fifty years ago. It was still one of the largest lake, mm-hmm. but it turns out today to be the, the driest place. Oh wow! Desert with no water. What happened? Uh, climate. Climate. Uh-huh. Okay, and that's why I mean this is under the nature and environment world focus the categories, and so that. But it's but it also sounds like it's this uh, it's this uh, man versus the environment as yeah. well sort of type story. Mm-hmm. And the story is um so at, in the beginning. Because of this, uh, the the subject matter mm-hmm. of this uh, ancient ruins, uh, it's also like the area is also quite special for uh, in the Chinese culture. Right. In a sense that the place is very mysterious. As I said, like this is one of the largest kingdom, but yeah, uh, historians and people don't know how the kingdom disappeared. It kind of just disappeared in the in, in the history. Yeah. With no with no information about how does the dynasty collapse? Right. It seems like all the big great kingdoms are are very similar. Mm-hmm. Whether it's uh, Central America, whether it's uh, 
I mean, we kind of know what happened over here in North America, right? That's <laughs> the story's not great, but but you know, um, places where there are ruins, um, you know, it's amazing how long some of these kingdoms lasted. But like, what happened? Mm. And maybe it's a part of a story about where we're going mm. as well. And when did <clears throat> when was the Luland Kingdom? Like, what what period? Oh, it's around two thousand years ago. Okay. So it's around. I believe it's around 200 BC. Gotcha. And the the for those of us that aren't as steeped in uh, Chinese culture and the government and whatnot, the government has a vested interest in these uh, these antiquities and and ancient sites. And are you are you uh, impressed with the the Chinese government in this in this uh, in this way that they they are trying to protect some of these sites? What's interesting about this place is that uh, it didn't start it from the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how I get uh, introduced into stories that I read a news article online yeah. about one of the first two people that went into the desert to establish this station. Right. And it is the it, it is their intention to protect this, the place. Oh, okay. So it's their individual wills that trying to protect the the so-called history mm-hmm. from the Tomb Raiders. <clears throat> and it's not really a government act. Interesting. So that's what got me interested in that, um, who are those people? Right. And why are they willing to stay away from the city mm-hmm. to live in this like isolated area just to protect a piece of history? And just kind of staying alive out there seems like it's quite the, quite the task. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. Well, what else? Uh, what else can you tell us about the film? Were you um, out there we, long enough to get a sense of that isolation or whatever that they must mm. feel? I mean, were you able? Were you out there long enough to like get empathy for and real understanding for what it's like to be out there for a month at a time? Mm. So, just to share a little bit more about my experience going there. First of all, uh, to give a to give a larger context of where 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 the place is, uh, first of all, it's in the it's in the west, uh, like far west in the China, in China. So going there for me is a it's a five hour flight, and it's a ten hour off road truck drive. Wow! Go go straight into the desert, and because it's 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 actually in the heart of the unpopulated desert, so we have to bring the food, the water, and all the stuff going in there. So uh, we, we, we stayed there for like a, a little bit more than a week. And we, we, we live in like a bunker that I dig in the, in, in, in the sand. Yeah. And we stay there and when we are sleeping at night, we can see all the dust just fall, just falling down mm. uh, in front of us. Um, the story for me, as I said, started as a history piece mm-hmm. that I was trying to I was trying to capture uh, why they're there to protect a piece of history. But if you uh, see the trailer, um, the desert is really just a desert. Like mm-hmm. there wasn't really any magnificent ar- artifact or big um, like remains of mm-hmm. buildings there. And so I started wondering if there wasn't that much to see for them, like why why are they still there? Yeah. So I kind of pivot the story from a history piece into 
uh, a documentary about the relationship of two men staying there. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the people, uh, even though they sign up for the job, mm-hmm. they they were calling people out like 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 they, they had like one satellite phone, mm-hmm. so they're calling the museum to get them out like two days after they oh, right. changed the place. Yeah. Like yeah. I cannot well, you'd stay have to there. Like the person you hang out with there yeah. for a month, yeah. huh? Yeah. Wow. No, it um it it's it sounds it sounds like it would be very difficult mm-hmm. to say the least. Yeah, just imagine like living with a stranger in the desert for a month. If there's, um, even if there's not much there, what that is, that's the question, right? That's the question you're asking is if there's not much there, then what is it? Mm. What is it that's keeping everybody there? There's some, there's some knowledge. I mean, obviously the Tomb Raiders know um, where there's are things. Um, is there an effort right now by science to uh, preserve besides just these, these folks that are keeping an eye on it, are there folks uh, studying it? Yeah. So uh, every like once every two years, uh, they'll have like ongoing scientists uh, going to the site, collecting uh, artifacts or dust. Yeah. Just to trying to get more information about uh, what happened with the history, like what happened 2000 years ago. Mm-hmm. And actually not that far, not that far ago, about 10 years ago, they discovered a another uh, burial site of one of the they they presume it was the uh, the princess mm-hmm. of of one of the uh, either country or like one of the more um, high level people sure, because they sure. because they saw the uh, what's buried was in the site are uh, clothing uh, some coins. So they're, they're discovering new stuff every single day. I'm bringing up some images right now that are just fantastic. This is one I, I, you know, where I wish we weren't just radio, but I'm bringing up some images here that have just beautiful uh, artist renditions of what uh, what people would have uh, been wearing back in those uh, in those days. So we should probably uh, let people know again when it is who you are, Ethan Wu, director of the film when the dust blows through you can watch the trailer at bigskyfilmfest.org you can also go see it tomorrow afternoon at three o'clock nick davis in here as well how's the online thing going nick online things going great people can watch films online yep so uh the entire uh bucket of short and mini docs Mm -hmm. are online until march 1st um Ethan's film is uh, a nominee for best short uh, in this uh, in the best short competition, uh-huh. which means he's uh, if the thing wins, he's going to become automatically even, even eligible f- for Academy Award consideration. Oh, um, that is, is I, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that this was yeah. a okay. We've, we've been certified for our shorts and our mini docs for about six six years now so we're a qualifying festival for shorts and minis so it's a very uh, robust um submission process that mm-hmm. we have for yeah. the shorts and uh, to even be selected in this festival is is something of a, of, a, of an honor and then to make a uh, the competition is uh, i mean it's it's Ethan, you're you're uh, young enough. I know that this isn't it for me to ask you. Probably not inappropriate. How old are you? Uh, I'm tw- I'm 25. Whoa, <laughs> 
fantastic already an accomplished filmmaker again ethan Wu, part of the big sky documentary film festival hope you enjoy the rest of your time here ethan good luck thank you and uh thanks for coming on the uh the trail today